0: Hello, this is Sunnyside Podcast. (laughs) Joe. I'm Ron. I'm PJ. I'm Scott. Game music. Keep on sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on sunny side alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. Keep on sunny side alive.
1: Hey! There's the other bit. It's coming. Is it? It's yeah. late. <laughs> there it ah, there. Is. Hey. Hey, I watched, um, uh, the, what's it called? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck me. Little Big Man. Little Big Man. Have you seen Little Big Man? Are you talking about the Julie Foster movie? No, no, I'm talking about the what? Dustin Hoffman movie.
0: Okay. Oh, no. yeah, but he's like, uh, no, hang on. This, this might be one of my things where I get the, the premise of the movie. Is he playing a Native American? Uh, no. It's
1: but close, well. but close.
0: All close. right. the he playing it? Is, he, it, a, is it Custer, a Little Bighorn?
1: Yes. Okay. Come on, anymore. more? That's, 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 that's all, all got. you've got. That's all you've got. Okay, he plays. Does he go back in
2: time and try and kill Hitler?
1: Uh, no, he plays a, uh, so he's about 10 years, it's basically, it's a story told by this old, he's about 120 years old at, at, at the opening, and he's being interviewed, and he's interviewed by this guy, he says, oh, tell me all about America, you know, tell me about what, uh, how terrible the Indians were and what Custer, you know, custard." and he went, oh, let me tell you about all that stuff, and then he starts recounting his life, and his life starts off, and he's around 10 years old, uh a white kid in in the Plains of America, and they get sort of attacked by, uh, I think it's Apaches. The the thing with it is that it, it does, it's peculiar in that it actually is quite accurate in terms of reflection of Native Americans and Native American culture. And I first watched it when I was about 12 or 13 or something. So all of this stuff meant, it was like, it was just wildly exotic, you know. So uh, they get attacked by one tribe of uh, Native Americans and then he's rescued by a different one. And then he lives with them and he grows up to be sort of uh, a member of, I think they call them, they call themselves the human beings. But they're they're a tribe of oh god I'm going to get it wrong now they're Comanches or or, or they're another tribe of Native Americans but they call themselves you, you can the say Indians beings. no well okay but they they call themselves the human beings and. Um it's sort of a, the story of his life but it's a little like Forrest Gump in that he he experiences all these big significant moments I was say, that, and meets that, wild Bill Hickok it and It sounds like Forrest Gump. Yeah well that says exactly it, but it was you know it was made uh, many many years ago um and um when I watched it so there's stuff that happens in it that when I was about 12 or 13 you watching it you go this is all you know it's all uh, fantasist stuff and I I think I mixed it up in my head with a film called the Seven Faces of Dr Lai which I'm sure you're more familiar with. Okay. Do you know, have you ever heard of that? never seen called? it, no. You've never seen The
0: Seven Faces of Dr. Lai? No. Is this is the face that looks like I've seen it? Is this that's the eighth face? One of face? This the <laughs>
1: This eighth? is the one going, oh, no, I'm too. Tony th- Randall plays, uh, this, no, Who? Seven, Tony Randall. He was kind of a. Um, he was a poor man's Jack Dick Lemmon Man, Kind of a poor man's Dick Van
0: Dyke, I would have No, said. I would say poor man's Jack, Jack, Jack Lemmon Lemon, okay, fair Because enough.
1: he would play the TV roles of the TV shows that Jack Lemmon did in the films. Have you seen King of Comedy?
2: No. Okay, never mind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you've yeah, you've seen um uh what do you call it uh the odd couple,
2: the Jack Lemon and uh, Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau. Yeah. But then
1: the TV series was uh Jack Klugman and Tony, Jack Rung- Klugman? Tony uh, Randall. Jack
2: Klugman. I like Jack Klugman.
1: Yeah, and Tony Randall was it was the was the uh, Quincy
2: Jack- M D. <laughs> anyway, the Seven Quincy.
1: Faces of Doctor Lai was he. He played a Chinaman, an old Chinaman. I oh, no, no, hold on, no, hold on, no, You can call him Indians, but I don't think you can call him Chinaman. No no. no, 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 I'm calling him a Chinaman because that's how he plays him. He doesn't play him as ah, a Chinese he person. The, the Chinese he plays the Chinese stereotype. Chinaman. He plays the Chinese stereotype. He plays a Chinaman. Is there a
0: gong that goes off every time? Comes oh, on yeah,
1: spring? absolutely. Yeah. And, okay. I, and the, as with a traveling circus, and in the circus are seven different kind of weird, mysterious things. One of them's a dragon and, you know, the oldest woman in the world and all these kind of... But they're all Tony Randall and various... Think you can call
2: them Indians. Oh, no, you absolutely I, uh, can.
1: Can you? Yeah. I, well, I mean,
0: they 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 refer to themselves as Indians and the the Indian peoples. Okay, so um, you know, Indian reservations and such and such. Okay, like. it's uh, a Native, Native American is a is a very loaded term for them. Okay, is yeah. it okay? Yeah. okay. Um, because I, that implies that you know they're just like you no. Know, we're, we're just the people who were here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, you called us the Native Americans. Yeah. We're the people who who, who, yeah, who okay.
1: used this land first, you know. Okay, so, well, I in trying to be correct, I was wrong. So, I, I you know, I, I don't know. But anyway, I mixed these two films up in my head. And so I presumed that a lot of the stuff I saw in uh, Little Big Man was kind of nonsense stuff. It was kind of, So so one of the things that happens in it is that... um. Did you think that the,
2: Dustin Hoffman was playing all the characters?
1: No, no, no. Well, Dustin Hoffman starts I mean, the old man makeup's amazing. He does not I I don't know how they did the old man makeup right at the start it's incredible but um as as he Different lives it might have been, I don't know, it might have been, but as he as he lives this life one of the one of the members of this tribe he insults, and so this member of the tribe becomes um what's called a contrary, right, so he lives his life backwards, he basically he will greet you with a goodbye and uh he will say hello as he leaves, and was he will bizarre. wash himself, yeah, well, that's essentially it and i and I was kind of when i when you're twelve or thirteen, you're thinking, well, this is just I mean who knows this is all true, and this is all it's all made up, but it's also all true, and then you get older and you and you start you think is that i mean that seems so ridiculous a concept is there any is there a grain of truth to this and then you google it and it's entirely true it's not even made up a little bit it's entirely true the the film is based on a book that was written by this guy who collected all these stories about uh, Indians and the different tribes of Indians, and yeah. kind of collated them, but also introduced this character. I think his name's Jack Crab, who lived the life, meeting all of these different tribes and doing all these different things, so he could put all the stories together and that, and that kind of uh, almost Quentin Tarantino way of you know, and Garth does this as well. He, he will he will take a bunch of true things and form a narrative with a character yeah. and run it through, and so so you get to learn all these actual things. So we, um, when I was looking it up, I found out first of all there were contraries, there were people who would do that. They would wash with. Uh, dirt and oh, dry themselves an with water bachelors. yes well yes I mean I, I called my friend Dan McDowell, I and I went here you go Dan here's what what you are you're contrary um, but they also there was there was guys called reverse warriors and what they did was they'd do the opposite of what the warriors would do well, so. So if I'd do the same thing <laughs> So, like, as they'd everyone's just running, attack, like, attack, like, running, they'd be going no, I'm, away. I'm like run away. <laughs> they These would, just sound like pricks. They they do. They do. But I mean they they I mean on the one hand you kind of think to yourself well this seems like a reasonably uh, sensible it's, it's an interesting. Reverse technique. warrior it's, is sensible. It's, it's no, no, not whenever they go. Everyone retreat, and they go. No, we're attacking because we're reverse warriors. <laughs> fuck you! And then, then they go and they attack. fuck with them. <laughs> they're mad bastards. Well, one, they're, they're one, of, of that one, one guy. One of, one of the bits in it was uh, so the, the the this tribe of is Indians. It, is
2: it, a, is it an, an Indian thing, or were they like? White, we like no, uh, no. It's an Indian thing. It's, it's it an it's, Indian it's, thing. It's
1: an Indian thing. Okay, and so one of the, well, the there's another bit in it where he talks about how uh, the white mind. So it's it's quite an anti-war movie. It's a sort of built made around the time of Vietnam War, and so it's a big anti-war movie. So it's very sort of anti the American uh, military and stuff and, and that, seeing it from that perspective is quite interesting but there's a bit in it where their tribes attacked by American soldiers and they go right let's go and attack them and so they have a battle and he's talking about how this battle was completely like a, a wipeout because the Indians believed that the best way to defeat an enemy was to humiliate him, and the way you'd do that is you'd go up to him while you're on horseback and smack him with a stick and then go away again <laughs> and of course the Americans were going Click bang, click bang, and they're going. What's what's going on? We're really humiliating these guys, and they're just slaughtering us. What's going on? So, and I, I, but these are all kind of true stories. Yeah. You know, that's that's the thing. Um, and the custer doesn't come off well at all. He's a right mad bastard. Oh no, he's a he's a genocide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a really really good film. But it, it's kind of it's interesting the stuff in it that you kind of think. You know, I've never seen contraries or, th- you know, things like that in any other film with, you know, co- any other cowboy film. But yeah. yet in all the real, the real things, and they kind of wonder how many other things there are that are so outlandish that if you introduce them to a film or a TV show or whatever, you go, nope, I don't buy that. That, that doesn't seem real. You know? Yeah. Um, so anyway, that, that's what I was doing. Well, I was speaking of
2: Oscar-nominated film. films.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: we weren't, but okay. Oh, well, was yeah, that been yeah, nominated yeah. for an Oscar? Oh, fuck me! That was a fucking beautiful segue.
1: Was it nominated for an Oscar? Yes. All right, then. What in?
2: Best supporting actor. Oh, who for? Um, Chief Dan George. Oh, okay. Chief doesn't get a lot of work outside of Indian mm. films. I don't think. No, probably not. Um, do we want to make Oscar predictions? Because this is going to come out. The Oscars will have been the Sunday. I don't
1: know what the fuck's going on in the Oscars. So the Oscars haven't Have they not happened already? Nope, I feel like yet. I've seen three different award ceremonies at this point. The Baftas were the on BAFTAs recently. Were last night. Yeah, Baftas were last night. As as we record this, the uh, the Naftas or something, the NAFIs? what were they? The,
2: the, were they the Northern Baftas. <laughs>
1: what, what? What? And some other awards had happened previously. Well, the Golden uh,
2: Globes happened at the end of January. Yeah.
1: Oh, the, there was two TV awards happened as well.
2: Oh, cares there's about
1: TV. some TV awards happening The ones that oh, and Deck are always TV winning awards.
0: Yeah that's the Golden Globes uh, And then there's the TV BAFTAs
1: Yeah yeah
0: Which no one cares about
1: <laughs> That might have been it The one Ann and Deck are always winning
0: I mean a friend of mine won a TV BAFTA and she lost it that night She lost it? Um... Yeah yeah she got drunk and left it there <laughs> Oops What did she win it for? Uh, best documentary Oh very good You'd know who it was if I said Oh would I?
1: I don't know. Okay, well, I, do, I mean, anyone could look up that now and they'd know her name. So you well, could actually say... Well, I mean, you
2: got to pick a year.
1: <laughs> oh, God. That's true. It wasn't this year? No. Okay. 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 <laughs> anyway, all right. Talking of Oscar-winning nominees. Yeah, did you, uh, did,
2: okay. Have, have you seen any of the Best Picture nominees? I don't know what they are: 1917. Haven't seen it. Ford versus Ferrari. Haven't seen it. Joker. I've seen that. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Haven't seen it. Parasite. Haven't seen it. The Irishman. Uh, I've seen that. Little Women. Haven't seen it. Jojo Rabbit. Seen that. And Marriage Story.
1: Uh, do you know? I started watching Marriage Story, and uh, have you seen Marriage Story? I haven't watched it yet. Now. All right. Well, I started it's watching on it. Netflix I for started watching that's... it, and it opens with um, uh, what's his name? Adam Adam Driver. Adam Driver Kylo Ren. Uh, Kylo Ren. Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Back with Hi, it. Oh. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Can you see what you've done. <laughs> Let me let me tell you what's so brilliant about Adam. He's great. Where? Think, hold on.
2: Where? No. What? You don't get to just change them. What do you mean? Change that's, them? Before? What do you mean? Change them? That is not Scarlett Johansson. What are you talking that about? That is not your Scarlett Johansson impression. I can't. I mean, look.
1: I'm here. I can't be consistent. Well, I admit yeah, you that. You're hoping for some sort of inconsistency. <laughs> uh, but,
0: but
2: that's worse than the other one. At I least just be consistently bad. <laughs> Don't be like bad and then worse.
1: <laughs> this, this, Pablo's going to add a timber to the, my voice or something that'll make it really sexual. Very sexual. Very
2: sexy <laughs> I
1: meant to say sexy. Uh,
2: and or sexual. <laughs> both sexual. sexy It came out as sexual. <laughs> just should have in
1: there. Anyway.
2: I regret uh, bringing this up. <laughs> I, I watching, thought this would be a the marriage good... story.
1: Do you so watch no, the... no, I was watching it. So it opens with Don't her. Act out the film. <laughs> That's not what we're going for here. He's going. Oh, she's and and they're basically the two characters talking about how wonderful the other character is in voiceover. And I was thinking, oh fuck, I can't, I can't watch. This is like the most. Obnoxious film I've ever seen. I love Adam because he's so brilliant with kids, and you know he really commits to things. And he does this, and, and then and then he's going, yeah, I love her because she does all this stuff, and she's great. Well, wait, are they're stuff. talking
2: about them as a person, as or as a character, as, as a character. I can't remember the character's names. All oh, right, okay.
1: No, I mean, and also I can't my range in terms of vocals for character for Adam
2: and. Uh, oh, her, do the her, don't apologize for it. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's I mean,
1: not going to be. It's not going to be great. Again, okay, people know a what they're signing,
2: people know what they're signing up for. <laughs> Anyway, no. It's God. It's God. It's God, it's, do you know what? Do you know what the worst part is? The worst part. I've just, I've it's just, it's I've just it's realized God. it's not the voice. It's, it's, it's the physicality. The yeah, you It's the out. physicality with which he throws himself into the role, it's, which you people can't see. You're missing this. There's, there's a bit of a twist of the shoulder towards. It's Scott. like it's like watching Whacking Phoenix <laughs> prepare in the Joker, but like short and tubby. <laughs> If Joaquin Phoenix lost all that weight for the role, PJ found it.
0: It's, it's like you know those like, sort of things where, like you know, they they put their face on and then they suddenly get into character. PJ disappears,
2: melts and just melts out
0: of existence.
2: And, and Scarlett Johansson Scar- doesn't. No, Scarlett Johansson doesn't appear. Somebody else does, but it's not Scarlett Johansson. It's, it's, I think it might be Chris Farley. <laughs> The ghost of Chris Farley just—it's like Chris—it's like Chris Farley or a fat Adam Sandler. If Adam Sandler, do you remember when Adam Sandler did Jack and Jill, and Adam Sandler played his own sister? So this is Jill. This is yeah. This is like PJ playing his own sister. Okay, I'm on board that. Okay, PJ, don't do it now. <laughs> Sorry, go c- carry on, PJ. Ah. Not, no, he's had an eye contact. I can't. No, I'm not looking at him for the rest of the show. <laughs> he had an eye contact that time, and it's that made it worse. And that made it worse. No, I made mean, it so much if worse. You look, at, no. he, he I look,
1: he if, never if, looks at me for this. It's always. I, know, I don't know why. I know. <laughs> if I, I, look. If I, what, what's the if, comics
2: version of me too? If, if,
1: if I, as I get into character, three.
2: <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> if,
1: if my, if my sexuality as I get into character somehow. Makes you uncomfortable, Scott. No, that's that's, no, very that's not, much that's a not you what you problem.
2: Is. That's not what this is. That's a is. you problem. That's not what this is. It's
1: really, it feels like it
2: might be. So you're changing your sexuality?
1: No, I'm saying I'm no. throwing off, I'm throwing off a lot of it. Like, hi, it, it's me, Scott.
2: <laughs> Why no, don't you look at what?
1: me? <laughs> look at me. No. <laughs>
2: look at, no. We're sitting right opposite each other. No. He's, he's looking,
3: <laughs> look at I'm me. I'm looking at the door.
2: Nope. Nope. I'll move to where the door is. There's, there's, there's a cock in his leg <laughs> that I can see out of the corner of my what? eye. What? What? Do you know whenever. Do you know whenever what uh, you know in true lies when Jamie Lee Curtis is trying to learn how to be sexy? Yes. It's yeah. like that? It's not. It's, it's, no. It's like when Miss Piggy's
0: trying to, t- to slug her away <laughs> into a bar or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just trying to like. like. Totally <laughs>
3: Just, there's and a scene there's a scene in book. one of the
2: later Muppet movies where Miss Piggy tries to flirt with the the creator of the TV show Scrubs <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: excuse
1: me Mr. Producer <laughs> I say you've done it you've done it as well you've picked up the elbow the, I think that was a
0: better Miss Piggy impression than your Scarlet <laughs> the, the my impression my yeah.
1: Scarlet
2: hi hi Miss Piggy it's <laughs> Miss Piggy. <laughs> I, want, I hope the mic. Shut peck, it, frog. I hope. I hope the mic picked up Ron's little judder there. Maybe Pablo can. He went. He went. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that that was my sexuality wavering. <laughs>
0: that was me questioning every every choice up to now. <laughs>
1: Anyway, they, were, they, they they talk about each other as the characters are getting about their day and basically telling you how brilliant the other their partner is. And then it cuts to the other one talking about how brilliant the other partner is. And I was thinking, fuck, I am ready to hit this film. And then it, it's kind of almost like a smash cut to them sitting in a, in a room where it's obvious what's happening is they're separating as a couple and they'd been asked to write a letter about how much, you know, what were the good qualities of that person mm-hmm. even though you're separating and it's like, oh no I'm fucking, I'm not reading that out, no. <laughs> so so I kind of endeared me more to it. I really love Adam Driver in anything pretty much and Scarlett Johansson was brilliant in Jojo Rabbit and I kind of He's. I I'm, I don't know. It, it's just she's
2: uh, nominated for both of those roles. Is she? She's nominated for best Competitor, support. Oh, can cancelled herself actor. Out. Yeah, best supporting actress for Jojo Rabbit <clears throat> and best actress for a Marriage Story. Oh, okay. Oh, she hasn't cancelled herself out. No, oh, no, that's good. She could. She could do the double. I don't think anybody's done a double. I'd be surprised. Before, it, right? I'd I mean, be surprised. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it, and then did you
1: see the the um, Scarlet Witch trailer?
2: Hi. The Scarlet
0: Witch trailer. Uh, the
1: Scarlet... The Scarlet um, so during the, Black, during the Super Bowl, there was a... Black Widow.
0: Oh, no, during the Super Bowl, there was a 30-second clip of Disney Plus stuff. Yeah. Yes. and Which had WandaVision. WandaVision!
2: WandaVision! WandaVision! WandaVision looks like, certainly looks like the most interesting it does, yeah. of all of I, the shows.
1: I, I feel like WandaVision suffers a little bit from having Legion, having already existed. It looks I a little know. like Legion. But I nobody don't. watched Legion. Yeah. Which is the well, that's true, that's true. Yeah. Legion was... Religion was brilliant. It was mental. It was
2: great. Um, so yeah, I I think it's probably going to be nineteen seventeen. I hope it's nineteen seventeen. I I kind of don't want it to be Joker. I really don't want it to be Joker. I, I like I I, re- really, I really liked Joker, but I don't. It's um, not best picture. I felt
1: like Joker was just a very. It just wasn't. It, just, it I mean, the best bits of Joker reminded me of watching the. Better bits of Martin Scorsese films, you know, mm. and, and that's it. It didn't, yeah. it didn't seem to add anything I mean, to it apart from the Joker. To be honest, I, the look, big I, thing... I, I, nobody <clears throat> would be
0: talking about it if it
1: wasn't about the Joker. Yeah. Mm. If it was about just some guy called the clown. If it was falling down, I you know, it, it didn't feel like it's much different than falling down the film in terms of...
2: God, that's it was, a good movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. Um, To be honest, what I would actually like to happen is for Parasite to win. That, I would be, that would be that would an upset, but it's, it, has it ever happened for a for a foreign language film to win Best Picture? No, sure. The, 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 the time closest that, would be
0: the artist.
1: The time that, yeah. um, but that had no language at all. Yeah, exactly. but, yeah. yeah, I'd um, rather give it to a non-speaking part. That's the non-speaking. Yeah, I mean,
2: I'd be I'd be perfectly happy for 1917 to get it. The best actress category, I think, is best actress is pretty much sewn up. I think.
1: By me, um, Scarlett.
2: Is um, Scarlett. It's unfortunately, win it. Not, it no, is she's it? not. Renee Zellweger's going to win it. I watched the. From Judy, really? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Like, she won the BAFTA last night. She won the Golden Globe.
1: It was
0: a fairly mediocre film. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm she, sure it is. is she but, better than mediocre in it? But, but it's, it's, dead, it's Hollywood dead royalty. Dead, dead, royalty. Dead,
2: dead real people. Dead Hollywood royalty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think that's pretty much a luck. I'd like be really extras, surprised. It's like an
1: extras when when thing you wanted to play the role of any anyone, uh, a Holocaust movie, so she'd get an award. Yeah, she'd get an Oscar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah is yeah. that, um, that but, going for it?
2: Like, I think that that's, that that's sewn up. I think <laughs> best actor... Jonathan Price, Adam Driver, Antonio Banderas, Joaquin Phoenix, and Leonardo DiCaprio. I think look, that's... it's wide open for Joaquin Phoenix to win it. Yeah, I don't want him to win it. I think he probably will. I'm uh, to be honest, I'm happy for him to win. I think his performance is very good, and I think his performance is probably. I haven't seen the two popes, and I haven't seen Marriage Story, but like, I've seen the others. and I think his performance is good enough to beat all of the rest of them. I saw the two popes. I wasn't overly taken. With yeah. Them. Um, and I think if if Joaquin Phoenix wins it, it'll be the second time that two different actors have won for the same role. And he didn't have to die for it. And he didn't have to die for it.
1: So by the time this show comes out, people will know, though.
2: Yes, they? people will know, yeah. We're not going to look like <laughs>
1: geniuses, though, because no one will believe us if we didn't.
2: That no, okay. we didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well.
1: Yeah, but we will look like idiots if we haven't, though. Um. Why don't we safely just record all of the winners, all of them as winners, and then...
2: Congratulations to Anthony Hopkins.
3: <laughs> Congratulations
2: to Brad Pitt. Um, i quite like Brad Pitt to win it, though. Yeah, to be honest. What I, was he I, in? What was Brad? Oh, then uh, Once Upon a Time Once in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is it a good film? I don't know. I loved it. I, I, really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, okay, it's, okay, it's, I'll it's, say it it's the first Tarantino film in a really long time. It might be the first, well, probably the first Tarantino film, film since Jackie Brown, where I was watching it and I didn't think, wow, there's a good 20 minutes, probably more that you could cut out of this mm. and still be fine. Mm. It didn't feel fatty in the ways that like Django or Inglourious Bastard. to be honest, I fucking hate Inglorious Bastards. I did, did you? Not, yeah, I didn't oh, okay.
3: like that. Maybe I need
2: to get another cast, but the first time I watched it was, I begged for it to be over. Um, I did not enjoy it at all. But yeah, no. Once upon a time in Hollywood is great, and there's the little flip at the end was I thought was was well. I mean, I brilliant. expected that. All happen. of the feet shots can fuck right off, though. Mm. Jesus Christ! I don't
0: mind it. I, I kind of like feet myself.
2: Oh, Ugh. <laughs> no, no the, Tarantino. Everybody knows Tarantino has a foot it's fetish. Foot fetish yeah. but this film was like I don't. Do you know it's what? aggressively in your face. Uh,
0: I'd be prepared to believe that Tarantino doesn't have a food <clears> fetish, <throat> but
3: he just once, likes feet on but TV. But once people started screens. saying
0: that these, he did, he was like, "Fuck! I'm just going to put loads of feet in these things mm. Ugh, and see what people see people say." I went to see a film last night.
2: Oh, in the cinema? Yeah. Ooh. I went to see a film today. What was yours? Uh, Queen and Slim. I went to see Paw Patrol. <laughs>
3: okay. Well, also, <laughs> I really want to see. There's a lot of feet shots I, in yeah, Paw Patrol. <laughs> I
0: saw the trailer for Paw Patrol on the way out last night, and I have to say, it looked very poor. <laughs> it did, it was very poor. I fell asleep. It looked very, uh, very low standard animation. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, almost like the they best thing trying. about it. The best thing about it was that they showed like a seven minute um, sneak peek of the Paddington Bear series, ooh, an, an animated ooh. series that they're doing for Nickelodeon. Um, with and it has Ben Wishaw doing the voice of Paddington, ooh. Um, and the animation's really, really nice. Okay. Like film um, in so the Paw Patrol movie? And then and then they ruined Ooh. it with 45 minutes. And, do you know what? Do you know what? 45, me 45 minutes? 45 minutes? Well, that's something. At least it's short. It's, uh, it, well, yeah, but I still... Well, I didn't have to pay for it because I have the pass, but I still had to pay full price for Ralphie. Ah, uh, but Ralphie he thought it was brilliant Oh yeah, he fucking loved it He thought it. it was the best 45 on minutes sat popcorn one kernel at a time <laughs> Eyes glued to the screen All this needs is ghosts yeah. <laughs> uh, So sorry, yes, you saw uh, Queen and Slim I think looks phenomenal What is Queen and Slim?
0: Queen and Slim is a sort of a modern day you Now Bonnie and Clyde is reducing it a bit uh, The premise is that uh, it stars Daniel Kaluuya Kaluuya? Mm-hmm. Kaluuya? Kaluuya, yeah And uh, Jodie Turner-Smith Ah, uh, right, right and it's about uh, these two guys who, these two, this couple who kind of go out for a Tinder date. So at the very start of the film, we meet them sort of mid-date, and the date's not going <laughs> great. You can tell they don't really have a lot in common. Uh, but then he drives her home, and they get pulled over by the cop by a cop for some petty thing, mm. like not not turning being black while not, driving a car, not not indicating, you know. Yeah. But obviously the premise, obviously the you know the, the, the subtext is that they're black and they're yeah. in a car alone. Uh, and things go off the rails because there's a, a side altercation, and uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character ends up shooting the cop dead mm-hmm. using his own using the cop's gun. And they very quickly realize that they cannot stay where they are, and they have to basically get as far away from Cleveland as possible, <laughs> mm-hmm. and just drive south. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it. It's it's pretty much a road movie about you know about you know these two crazy kids in love. Yeah. Um. Well, there there's a love story that develops through yeah. the film. Um. It's. It's really well shot. I mean, like the the stuff of like sort of the American Dirty South. You know, as they travel down through, you know, um, down in New Orleans and and across to you know, Atlanta and places like that. Um, but it's 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 really about just these two characters acting in it. You know, and they're so brilliantly uh, the performances are so well judged and so well put together. I think it's Jodie Turner's first. First proper role in a movie I think she's kind of had well how what would we what do we know her from see she's she, I think she's had like small roles in a couple of TV things before this but this is the first time she's been given like a lead role mm. in anything
1: and uh, she's fantastic in it um, and he of course better known as Tea Leaf in, in, in uh what was the in that was uh, not oh. the league of extraordinary gentlemen it was it was the oh, other what thing was they it did called uh, psychoville psychoville yeah uh, which are the people from that right inside number nine which starts tonight as we record this oh, was new, series, a new, series, of inside number new nine? series of inside number nine starting tonight um and then yeah which is about two weeks ago
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh the music is fantastic the the story kind of Kind of goes where you expect it to go, but it's really
1: enjoyable along mm. the way. And you know, sometimes you want that. Sometimes you want a film that is not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna have a whole yeah, really not, complicated plot. Not everything plot. has to
2: on you. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> I mean it's it's making
0: it's making points about you know race in America mm. and how you know how they you who know, right from the start they don't see any other option that they have except to run because they know if the cops show up, yeah, they will just kill them. You know, they'll find a way to kill them yeah. or they'll find, you know, say he was reaching for a gun or something. So they they just get on the road as soon as possible. There's some nice little, you know, cameo appearances along the way. You know, they, they meet a, first person they meet is a sheriff in another town. He's played with the guy who played Aceveda in S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, remember. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and
0: I don't see him very often in things, yeah. so I was kind of excited to see him. And then they run into her uncle, who's played with Bokeem Woodbine, who most people don't know his name, but if they see him, they recognize him. And then the last... Place they stop. Uh, it's um, a white couple played by um, what's her name? I forget her name. But the guy's played by Flea, no. which took me ages to recognise him because he's played. He's like he's got clothes on. He's well, yeah. He's like he's <laughs> in his fifties. He's got a moustache. He looks like a really yeah, sort of you know upright member of society. But it's but it's Flea. You realise quite quickly. Uh, I love the movie. It could maybe have had like 10, 15 minutes trimmed off you know, here and there, where it kind of, maybe just too many, langry, you know, lingering shots of of the Savannah as they drive through it, but um, yeah, I think I think it's got to pretty go under the wire as a movie that people maybe catch later because whenever I went to cinema last night to see it, I was the only person in the cinema, apart from like a, a couple that arrived about two seconds before it started, and that was it.
1: I watched um, uh, Best of Enemies the other night, which What's is uh, a film with... Um, I uh, kind of I'm going to fuck up the names of the cast but they uh it is about the um integration of uh, uh black and white in the, the south in the schools about school integration, is all based on a true story, and it's uh, the idea was or what happened was uh, the black kids' school had been firebombed or something. It, it basically, it was no longer usable, and they had to decide what they were going to do with these black kids. And they they kept sort of asking government bodies to do something about it, and the government kept kicking the, the can out and going, "No, we don't want anything to do with this, no matter what happens." And so, what they do is they they form this kind of uh, a meeting group between these two uh, two major sets of the population. And the white group is headed by the guy who... And Sam this is based Rockwell. On Sam Rockwell. This is all based on a true story. So the white guy is the head of the Ku Klux Klan, is the head of the Ku Klux Klan in that area. But he's also a poor white guy. Like, he's got more in common with these black... People than he realizes. He's certainly got more in common with them than he has with the, you know, the the kind of higher ups in the clan and the higher up white politicians who basically don't want integration. And um, and so him and uh, a leading black activists are on, on this group. And it's about them Tarashi kind of. P. Henson, thank you very much. And it's about them kind of coming to an accord and about his kind of turning. Um, I mean, I, I suppose it's a spoiler to talk about it, but it's also a true story. So can you spoil true stories? They, I think it's probably a fair game. Yeah. Um, so it's essentially what, what happened was whenever they have a they have a vote that decides whether integration is going to happen. It all leads to this moment in, in the thing. But this happened. And I actually think the real event is more interesting than the staged event. Um, because the staged event, as, as you watch it in the film, you go, well, that's a bit stagey but when you read what actually happened so what happened was the the guy who was the head of the the clan stood up and said look if this and he pulled out his uh Ku Klux Klan membership card if this is going to prevent my kids getting a better education it's no use to me and i ripped it up there and then and voted for integration and that you know and i can't, this is this is I think some films with a kind of a thing to, stay, to say, with something genuinely worth saying, and 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 you listen to them, and you think, Jesus, this is like you can really feel. Um, I I felt annoyed with white people in, in the south, and it's like I, I you know, how can yeah. I do? You know, it's, it's you feel like all oh, those bastards. And I,
0: I think I, I think I've garnered a lot of my politics about race and about and and the stuff that I know <laughs> from movies. I yeah, mean, you know, I I don't. I, I don't recall a time in my life where I watched a lot of documentaries about racism in mm. America, but I've seen an awful lot of movies about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, the overriding thing that I came away with is that white people are terrible. Yeah. And uh, black people had a hard time with it. Yeah. And but, the, the, I mean, I th- I feel like... There's no the, pro-racism movies out there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's not. There, but, but at the same time, I think... There are racist movies. There's, there's a, a danger that you could kind of... You could watch a film that is, has got that as its message. Yeah. And you could come away feeling... Feeling like you've been massaged into that position, but this seemed to this felt like it was presenting the truth of the matter, which did leave you coming away going, "What a bunch of fucking bastards!" And you know, and not not just that, but there was a certain. There was a large amount of sympathy, I think, for this this guy who was the head of the clan because he was in the clan because he was so poor and had so little that the clan offered a kind of uh, a, a friendship to him. It, it it offered a hand and said, "Come, and, you know, we you can be part of us. Uh, you're not part of anything, but you can be part of us." Mm. and and that was all he had then and of course when you're part of that membership then that you you exclude everything else um i was reading a thing and someone was talking about this on twitter saying about how evangelicals are taught to go out and preach about the the bible but uh they know that people are going to go you're talking nonsense you're talk-, you know they're they're going to go fuck off i don't want that and but part of that is about uh Actually, strengthening your bonds with your group. It's not about getting people to convert. It's about making you go away to see the other people in the world and to go. Oh, I don't want to be part of this world. Yeah. I want to be part of that world over there. And so you kind of come back and and strengthen those bonds. And you feel like the clan uh, and groups like that do do that as well. That they're they're partly um may you know there may well be member p- people that go into that because they don't feel they've got any other option. And the thing is he he was dirt poor had nothing beaten up by his dad you know just a, a disabled son as well but no help there was no help for that and so the clan offered a hand of friendship to him uh, but at the same time, they were doing that to, ex- to the exclusion of all else. And it's only in that kind of realisation that, oh, no, I share more in common with these people. Well, yeah, than, I mean, than,
0: well, what they do is they try to they, they try to make it seem like the reason you don't have what you have is because there's, yeah, money, they're mo- taking there's it. money going to yeah, them ones. Yeah, them
1: ones. Them ones.
0: everyone's got a them ones. Yeah. You know? um, um, I mean, it's a very similar um, movie I watched recently as well called Just Mercy, mm-hmm. which is the uh, Jamie Foxx movie, Michael B. Right. Jordan. Um, it's a. Uh, it it feels like Oscar bait when you're watching it because it's 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 got it ticks all the boxes. Yeah. It's about a guy on death row who it's pretty obvious didn't do it.
1: Oh, um, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Did we talk about? It? I don't think we. No, did.
0: It's, it's literally it's only out. It's, it's only, really out only out in cinema now. It was out before Christmas um, in the states. In, in the states yeah. so, okay. Um, you know, definitely came out at Oscar season. Okay. And it just, I think just, just in time
1: for the Oscar season. It's just a time to not get yeah.
0: nominated for any Oscars, I think. But. uh so it's set in the late eighties. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is a is a um, just past the bar attorney, and he decides yeah, he's looking
1: to, for cases on death row. Yeah, looking for cases on yeah. death row.
0: Yeah, so he heads down to the south and basically starts going around death row cases, trying to find people who he can help. Um, and he finds this one case of the guy, and he looks into it for a short time. and Realizes that the guy absolutely didn't do it; he was railroaded. Yeah. And um, but. They you know it's in Alabama, so and yeah. no one's ever got off death row in Alabama, yeah. so you know this isn't gonna change yeah. Yeah. and you know long story short, they get the eye off I mean they that, that's what the they wouldn't make the movie if they didn't get the eye yeah. off yeah. it'd be a pretty depressing movie otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, it just it just kind of compounds this thing, and uh, you know the obvious whenever i said there's no there's no pro racism movies uh, there's definitely racist movies there's yeah. definitely movies where race is treated insensitive, insensitively or treated badly or just flat out, you know, car- characters who aren't white are portrayed badly. Yeah.
1: but or, think, or there might well be, and we don't get to see those movies. Yeah. Because they're but not going to get
0: wide distribution. But I don't think the intent of the movie is to portray is yeah. to portray people in a negative... I think that's just thoughtlessness generally. Yeah. I mean, one something I've noticed or is that whenever you look at things like um, people who support Trump or people who support uh, Brexit... Whenever, whenever they're trying to like have a party or have any sort of celebration, they can't find people who make art mm. to support them, whether they're musicians or filmmakers they it's It's a very limited subset of people who will who will support the right mm. and also makes popular media because making popular media requires sensitivity and requires empathy and requires all these things that people generally on the right hand side of of politics they don't go for
1: well yeah there's also a, a thing I think where uh, the further right you go the more art is seen as kind of slightly yeah you know it's it's not for us yeah <laughs> it's not a thing that we want well, I did want I, I watched there's a suspicion about art because yeah. art
0: art is always used to kind of generate new ideas yeah yeah and this is the first why the Nazis
1: started burning kind of uh, uh, well uh, the artwork was degenerative artwork which was at that time it was kind of new art it was um, not the you know not the kind of pastoral scenes and stuff it was a very strange cubism and all that kind of stuff that that's what they were getting rid of
0: so whenever I had the laugh when I was watching the uh, the Brexit parties on on TV (laughs)
1: yes so are we going to talk about Brexit I don't know
0: I yeah. mean we're not in a post Brexit <clears throat> post Brexit universe yeah. yeah so you're watching these like celebrations in Trafalgar
1: Square
2: Trafalgar Square yeah can I just point out my kids passports arrived on the Friday of Brexit oh they're, they're European Union ones your parents yeah. your kids are the last the last citizens yeah. of the UK they're purple passports they're the normal same passport yeah. when the fuck do the blue ones come
0: <sighs> doesn't matter your, your your kids are the last people to get them <laughs> <laughs> Those things are going to be worth a fortune. Years mm. <laughs> issued on the last, on the day, very last, on the last day, day yeah. of the UK. Mm. That's going to be a, a collector's item. <laughs> yeah. But whenever, whenever they have these big celebrations, a big countdown to Brexit, you know, there's no one famous comes out on the stage. You want to hear from the only music yeah. they had
2: it was a bell bonging, a bell. That was the that was the music that they could get. And yeah, Big I, I, Ben. I don't think anyone's no,
1: a recording of Big Ben because they couldn't get Big Ben to bong.
0: No, Big Ben didn't bong. Big Ben did Boris. not bong
1: for Boris now. Boris did you know there's one of the papers had a front page uh, photo of Boris holding I mean, this to me was here's what this is what the world is gonna be like now. Oh, we're going to get Big Ben the uh, bong, and we're uh, we can't. Uh, we're going to collect, a, you know, two hundred and fifty thousand pounds to get Big Ben the bong. We couldn't, and so now it's, it's just Boris Johnson with a little tiny bong, just bonging it on, on his own. That's yeah. That was the front page photo. Three just or four him. weeks
0: from now, he'll say, "Remember, we had Big Ben, ben bonging a few weeks ago." For he, as far as he be concerned, Big Ben. Banged. That's bonged. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, that's what happened. Anyway, it's all it's all very depressing. It uh, is. You know, I've been thinking about. So the Irish elections are happening now? Yeah. And you wouldn't know. Like in Northern Ireland, you wouldn't really know anything about an Irish election. Well, happening. I, I've never I really d- seen
0: that Irish politicians have big personalities. I think you don't know. For... I don't know. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe. It could, I mean, I I know about American elections. I know what the fuck's going on there. because yeah, the may... West
2: Wing made it, made it sexy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if the West Wing made it sexy, Trump, and I don't know what Trump did to it, but there's no sex there now. Probably raped it jesus christ Mm. okay then allegedly (laughs) um
0: yes anyway it's irish politics could be interesting but i just don't think they've got the big personalities you know do you
1: think that i mean i i what i'm really talking about i think is that um the plus a lot of irish politics is the politics of the rural
3: Mm.
0: you know it's it's it is. It isn't as sexy. I think. For, my, t- my, for TV,
1: my brother's currently in China, right? And there are cities out there in China with like ten times the population that all of Northern Ireland are. Yeah. we are a tiny, tiny place. Yes. <laughs> we think we're in a city. We're not in a city.
0: Well, yeah, but we have. We're you, in like we an apartment have, block you still in China. Have city type concerns, you know. Yeah. But whenever, like you know, you, you don't have a house, you know, for five miles around you. It's, yeah. That's a then. You're yeah. World. It's a different
3: world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you see, we see one of the things they're doing in China is they're using drones to see what your temperature is? I thought that, yeah. That's incredible. They're
2: doing it in, aer- in airports as well. Are yeah. What, drones? Not drones, but they're using thermal imaging cameras mm. to check your temperature. As you, as you come in. As you come yeah. in and as you leave. My there brother
1: was... my brother John was in, uh, look, I mean, uh, was in uh, Japan uh, when the whole thing kicked off with the cr- uh, coronavirus and uh, has been told to take an extra four days because the school, he's teaching English as a foreign language in a school over there and he's been told take an extra four days and just stay there. That's yeah. fine. Whatever you want to do, that's fine. The school's not opening for four days. They're extending the Chinese New Year. And now he's sort of back again. But it's like, ooh, I don't know. I should come home. I don't know what's going to happen. It's all very odd. I don't know. Well, I go, why is every, why are they making a big deal of this? Like, I never hear. We never hear about any other kind of flu or thing. But this one seems yeah, to be well, a bad <laughs> cu- Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, it, but people it's, it's die it's all
2: it's the a time. New, it's because it's a new virus. Mm-hmm. But it's still the regular seasonal flu mm-hmm. kills 60 times more people. Yeah, than coronavirus has, but they have an anti-vaccine vaccine for that one. Well, people, they have people a, just don't get it. No, they have a vaccine for, but it's never the same flu every year that yeah. strikes. It's yeah. always like a new variant. It's always a new variant, but it's because this is a this is a new strain of something yeah. um, that has probably come from animals and trans. Transferred yes. across, so it's it, it it's a little bit more kind of ish, mm. but the 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 mortality rate is still less very than three percent. It's low. like it's yeah, and yeah, but and if, it's only killing people. It's who only are, been on the telly for a pe- week. <laughs> it's only killing <laughs> more people, people who dying are of peanuts. More su- more susceptible, still than, immuno, yeah. immunocompromised, and yeah. elderly, and. Whatever It is just the flu
1: It is though Kind of semi-exciting To watch a sci-fi Style yeah, outbreak I mean, in see, China You've
2: seen the movie Contagion haven't
0: you
1: Yes I think that so That movie's terrifying Yeah it's, It bothers me is much more that the more one the... that starts With Marcel the monkey From
0: France no, that,
2: no that's <laughs> that Outbreak Outbreak, outbreak another, one with Dustin, another one was Dustin Hoffman Yeah I like Dustin Hoffman Outbreak films. is
0: like The less sensitive version Of, of Contagion Outbreak Contagion. is Hollywood
2: I mean Outbreak Terrified me as a kid Yeah Like Outbreak Genuinely made me An Outbreak was child. one of The
1: early films in it And I went to see On a date <laughs>
2: It had Little Big Man that's,
1: in it. Yes, it had Little yeah. Big Man on it. Um, it was great in The Graduate, by the way. If you've ever seen The Graduate, it's a fantastic oh, I love film. I uh, yeah.
0: I like Midnight Cowboy as well. Ah, oh,
1: it's a brilliant film. He's a really good actor, is Dustin Hoffman? Well, he was. He doesn't
0: really do much these days, mm, I suppose. And then right. he got he Me too I mean, my favourite... Oh, that's right, he did,
1: didn't he? My yeah.
0: favourite Dustin Hoffman movie will always be Tootsie.
1: Right, I haven't seen Tootsie in a long time I love Tootsie Can Tootsie fly now do you think? Is it, I don't know I feel like Tootsie think, might
0: be I think you have to Whenever you watch
1: it You definitely watch it through the lens of This is like 1982 or something well, yeah, Tootsie though It does that thing where he goes oh, all, all minorities are getting the work So I'm going to get some So it's a very current movie well, in, terms of, in, in terms minorities. of outrage He says, he says it's a lot
0: easier to get a role as a woman And then he sets out to, Basically he takes a role from a woman Yeah, yeah <laughs> and he, But he gets called out on it, you know? yeah. I mean, it's not. He's not. He is not get off scot-free. Yeah. You
1: know? Also, ironically, like you know, women have a harder time as actors than uh, actors. But do. But he sees that too. Yeah. You know, he gets. Okay. He gets
0: basically all the the handsy guys kind of like you know. Oh. Okay. You
2: know. No,
1: I meant in terms of their career.
2: I don't know <laughs> what, what the fuck is going on in this film. It's just like a Mrs. Doubtfire in Hollywood. Have you yes. ever seen it? No,
0: I, seen I it? haven't is seen it. terrific. Right. So Dustin Hoffman is a out of work actor who. Spends all his time either waiting tables or, Sally or teaching in it.
1: acting. Sally Fields in it. No,
0: she's not. Is she not? No. She's in <laughs> it. PJ's rubbing his thighs. There's a Sally Field, but she's not in it. She's not. So uh, Bill, no, Murray, in Bill Murray's Gump. in it. He's quite funny in it. Um, so... You seen the new Bill Murray advert? Hang on, oh, there's it. so many tangents we can go on here. <laughs> so he decides to go to see his agent, who's Sidney Pollack. And he says, look, I-, I can't get you any roles. You're a really, really difficult actor. Um... And he goes off and argues with his friend, Bill Murray, and Bill Murray you know, kind of says, I could probably get roles if I was a woman, you know, if I was a woman in this town or someone else. So he goes out and uses his makeup skills, which have been established earlier on in the film, to make himself look Check like a woman. Check off his makeup. And he comes into the office and sits down and basically fakes um, out his agent, who doesn't realize it's him, and then gets his agent to put him up for roles for women. And he gets a role
1: on a daytime soap. I mean, there's a logic to that because he doubles his chances of work there straight yeah. away. That's like <laughs> man work or women work. So, so it's a daytime soap. It's a really like you know, it's not it's not
0: Chekhov. You know, he really want yeah. to be doing something high high minded, but. But, he, but, the, he but reasons, it's great money He realises He reasons that this is The greatest acting challenge he could ever have He's playing a different gender Yeah
1: Yeah so he's playing It's a role within a role Is kind of
0: But he falls in love With um, one of his co-stars in the show Who's played by
1: Is it Terry Gar
0: No it's not Terry Gar Terry Gar's his friend <laughs>
1: That's right um,
0: It's uh, I'll resume rubbing she's my just thighs woman, now. She stars in uh, all the um, The horror films Jessica oh, Lang. Jessica Lang. That's yeah. it Jessica Lang Is in it uh, He falls in love with her And they basically Have this like gal pals relationship but he's in love with her the whole time mm. you, you are thinking of this Doubtfire because Sally Field's in that yeah Sally Field's <laughs> in that no but Jesus no 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 who do was... you
2: think Sally Field was but then there's this great there's this great Just, uh, Terry,
1: Terry Gar I thought she was
2: no Terry Gar is Phoebe Buffay's mother and friends <laughs> Sally um, Field would not thank you for that comparison what? no offence to Terry Gar Terry Gar was pretty Excuse hot in the early 80s I mean, sure, but it doesn't look like Sally Field. I know, Tasha, just like... So anyway, a mistake. there's this, there's this Gina wonderful... Gina Davis is in it, though. Gina Davis, yeah.
0: she's in it in really tiny pants. Um, <laughs> so there's this wonderful sequence where they go off to, like, um, Jessica Lang's father's house in the country, and he, and he's played by Charles Durning. Oh, yeah. And Charles Durning really takes a shine to, <laughs> to Dustin Hoffman. Look, it's a beautiful wee movie. It's really, really sweet and funny, and I recommend everyone check it out. It was, uh, It was a... I think it was like the biggest film of the year, the year it came yeah, out.
1: Yeah, I remember. My mum used to love that film. She so yeah. really loved that movie when it came out. Um, yes, it was a good film. So, oh,
0: and the person who gets really handsy with her on the set. Um, I can't remember what the, what the nickname they have from But it's played with the guy who played uh, Command, Commandant LeSard in a police academy movie. Oh, movies.
2: Leslie. No. no. No, Leslie Nielsen. No, no Leslie it's, Nielsen. Uh, is his name not Leslie? It could well be Leslie. Leslie something. But... Oh, George Gaines. George Gaines. George Gaines. I fucking love George Gaines. I like Gaines. to
0: give all the ladies a kiss when they start on the set.
2: <laughs> um, I watched a really, a really odd little film on Netflix with, with Ralphie called Monster House. Oh, oh, that's yeah. by that's yeah, by um, that a
1: few years ago. That's by what's his face from Community, Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon was that. Uh, Spiel- oh, Dan Harmon produced it. That's written uh, <laughs> by Dan Harmon and. um is it? Oh, Yes, it is. And, I saw that in and, the cinema. It was um, really good. I can't remember who the co-writer is, but it's it's a uh, he he was going to direct Lego too, but he didn't. Uh, and he, he created a a comic character called Scud the Disposable Assassin. And so they they went off to Hollywood to, and that's his first Don Harmon's first big because.
2: I, 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 Did you confirm that? Back? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, uh, it's Don Harmon. Um, I'm just <clears throat> I'm just surprised I didn't notice it in the credits when I was watching. Well, it. I can't. But I, I can't to, speak for you, Scott. I wanted to watch something with him that was age appropriate and but had ghost, some ghosts. Yeah, ghost the, ghost, yeah, because yeah, he can't watch Ghostbusters, he just can't. Um and. It's really. Good. It was Oscar nominated the year it came out yeah, for best animated film. It's a really good movie. The only thing, so the film is, it's kind of like a uh, like a rear window type boy sees ac- across the street it's haunted. What's, what's house. going in, in that?
0: What's going on in that? Yeah, house? Yeah, there's a b-
2: yeah. bit of a haunted house. He thinks he sees somebody get snatched in, and the kids are kind of disappearing, and then him and his friend, um, and the babysitter and another girl, all kind of start investigating it's like
0: Stranger Things
2: it is got a little bit like Stranger Things and Steve Buscemi plays the the guy in the house the the, the creepy old man in the house and it turns out that he's been trying to by, by screaming at the kids get off my lawn and stay away and scaring them he's been trying to protect them from the house because the house is a monster because the house is a monster the house is is his is the spirit of his dead wife yeah. wow
3: whoa
2: oh okay so there's a flashback to when they met Mm -hmm. do I need to be closer there's a flashback to when they met and she is is there a delicate way to put this probably not she's the big fat lady in a traveling freak show okay (laughs) that's the that's that's the the, she is like the curtain drops and she's just a big fat lady for people to to look at Mm -hmm. and Steve Buscemi kind of falls for her and sees her, and, you know, a couple of people start throwing food and stuff at her. And she, you know, she gets upset and he kind of really falls for her. And he sees her in her cage out the back of the... the, the, the cage! Fair. She's in, a cage. in she's a cage! She's in a cage! Like, you know, like a cage, like they put Dumbo in that they hitch to the back mm. of the wagon and they, like, fuck off to the next town? She's in a cage and he says, I can take you away from here. Did she get in and couldn't get out again? <laughs> Is that what happened? Because she leaves the cage of her own volition? Yeah. I don't know. That, that's never a stop. She's just in the cage. Okay. He doesn't try and put food through the bars or anything like that. It's just like, I "I can take you away from here. Would you like that? Yeah, obviously. I'll hitch this cage up up to my car. That's literally what he does. (laughs) (laughs) Rather than than give her the dignity of opening the cage and let her ride up front with him. he, He hitches the cage to the back of his car and they drive. So he then decides they're going to build a house together, and he, and there's a little montage of him building the house, and he's getting ready to pour some cement down for the the floors, and some kids come and start throwing food at her again because she's mm-hmm. still the large lady, and she doesn't react very well to this as you as as you wouldn't, but she goes a little bit further and she calls them criminals and they're hurting me and trying to destroy us mm-hmm. and still in the cage. No, no, no! Out of the she's cage! Out the cage! And she then stumbles a little bit in her in her apoplectic anger mm-hmm. she stumbles a little bit and falls backwards into the house concrete. where the concrete All is right. being poured and then Super just builds the house anyway <laughs> it's uh, what
1: she would have wanted that's what he says
2: once you pour the concrete <laughs>
1: it's that's the only but I, was just, it's I just what she would have wanted
2: I just thought it was so, cause the, and the only reason I really thought about it Ralphie really enjoyed the film the film is very good yeah there's a couple of really, there's actually thinking about it now, there's a couple of really adult lines, which I'll come back to in a sec, yeah. but it was only because Hannah said, oh, was that film any good? Like how did, what, why was the house haunted? Because she had mm-hmm. went off to do something and thing. And I was like, actually, the reason the house haunted is pretty messed up. Yeah. <laughs> um, But it's worth a watch. There's a scene, so the house has a mouth and a tongue and eye, the windows are the eyes, and and yeah. it literally pulls people in with its tongue. Um, and there's a, a chandelier that hangs up in the in the kind of hallway, mm-hmm. which is its uvula, uh-huh. the little ha- dangly yeah, yeah. bit at the back of your throat. And the kind of the book smart girl says to the, the they're trying to figure out ways that they can get out of the house. Mm-hmm. She's looking around and she goes, "That's the tongue. That's the teeth. This is the mouth. So that must make this the uvula." Mm-hmm. And the little boy, but <laughs> the little boy beside her goes, "Oh, so this is a girl house." <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> and I fucking lost it. Mm. And Ralphie was just like, "What? Oh, what?
1: girls have uvulas then?"
2: <laughs> just un- yeah. unable to comprehend why I was laughing yeah. so hard. Um, it's an interesting little film. There's there's nice voice actors um, in it, although it's like nobody. Really big for for yeah. a film written by Dan Harmon, produced by Spielberg yeah, and but it, Zemeckis. But, it,
1: but it's like early Dan; it's like before he'd done anything. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. Sort of But produced by Spielberg and yeah. Zemeckis, I you think, would think. I, I think at that like, point he'd done a thing called Channel One Hundred One, which was short films, comedy films yeah. on the internet. It was the early days of sort of streaming. But even
2: Spielberg and Zemeckis should yeah. be enough oh, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. get people on board. But like the the lead girl is a, a, a kind of fairly well known youth pop singer called Becky G oh right um, never heard of her no and I only know her because she has a song on the soundtrack of Hotel Transylvania oh shit okay. um,
1: I think it was one of the early CGI movies as well I mean, it is I think very early it, I think yeah, it's a, a really nice animation Pixar. it's
2: a really nice animation style no, it didn't predate Pixar did it not? Did no it no, no, no no this so was, this was, was 10 years ago. yeah this was oh, like right. 2000 but
1: it's what, what's the it was one of the first known Pixar CGI well, it's cartoons
0: it's a DreamWorks film yeah. so it's, uh, it's Two thousand and
2: six, it came out. Six,
0: yeah. I mean, it's it's you know, there's Shreks and all before that, but I think it was just, it was just a fairly originally well one, well made, yeah. film. You know, no. here, do we
1: have a picks of the week? Uh, well, do you want to go first? Because I can't, I don't. Okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't have nothing me. So I'm going to pick something that again, it's may, it may not may or may not be useful for most people, but I'm going to pick uh, this little um, wireless. Microphone set called uh, the Rode Wireless Go. Is
1: that the one you got free because we entered a competition? No, no, no. This is. <laughs> did internally... that ever turn up?
2: It did. Yes. Oh, very good. Okay, yeah. fine.
0: So, uh, it, what it is is it's two little squares mm-hmm. of plastic that connect to each other over uh, a, a proprietary wireless connection. You turn one on, you connect it to your camera, and your it has like a microphone out. It plugs into your camera, so your camera gets sound. And then the other one you clip onto your talent or your person mm-hmm. who's doing the the voiceover, and it also has a lapel uh, mic input on it as well. So you can you can either clip the the box itself on, which has a, an inbuilt microphone, or you can clip your your lapel mic onto that and yeah. hide it on the body. Uh, and the range is is I mean I haven't tested it yet, but the range is apparently up to about seventy meters. Well, okay, of, of pretty clear audio, and uh, no, that's with that's line of sight. So there shouldn't yeah. be anything in between you. But for the normal distance that people talk on these things, which is about you. know, Ten to twenty to mm-hmm. five meters, or whatever. Um, it's a really, really good way to get audio into your. Into Can your you DSLR. have two or three of them? Do you think, or you? No, mm-hmm. one cannot. They they pair one to one. Okay. At any given time, you know, if you want to have multiple things going back to a a thing, you need a, a different, you need a more yeah. a higher spec kit. But this, uh, this is only about one hundred and forty pounds. Okay. For you know, and generally, if you want to get like you know these things, you are talking maybe three four hundred pounds to mm. get a. A wireless wireless lavalier kit, so um, I, I, I'm pretty pleased with it. And uh, yeah, wireless go. That's what I would recommend. Okay,
1: Scott, mm-hmm. do you have a pick? Yep. All right. Well, I mean, don't keep it to yourself. Well, this is another my pick. bag Is yes. a bag? Have we not seen this bag already? No. Is this a different bag from the last bag you had?
2: Well, the last bag I had, I never brought in because I sent back. I got the same bag as Ron the last well, time we well, were. I'm pretty sure we've seen this. Yeah, bag. I've had it, but I haven't talked about it. Oh, so, God, tell, God. Us bag, yeah, tell us about your bags, Scott. Tell us
1: about your bags, Scott. Jesus Christ!
2: You picked the fucking thing that I had already picked for last week's. <laughs> Go on, pick it. Go um, on. This pick is it. Uh, Jesus Christ. May I, uh, for why does doesn't... this
1: always have to be a fight with you? Because you make it a fight. <laughs> no, you make it a fight. It's your attitude. I can't handle it.
2: Anyway. Scott, Scott's got Scott swinging the background, hitting his microphone. I know, hit my microphone out of the way. <laughs> Ever since you picked paper. As your pick of the week, what the very first week we yeah. did a
1: pick of the week? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, I pick
2: paper. Who it's makes handy? Who makes the bag? So this it was a, it
1: was a specific kind of paper.
2: Okay, this is a specific kind of bag. <laughs> okay, go on. This is um, from Five Eleven Tactical, who do a lot of. <laughs> it's true. It's funny.
1: <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's pretty I, funny.
0: I think, I think anything tactical is funny.
1: But, yes, I, yeah, us. I think okay. tactical bags for I men bought... who are never going to go to war
2: is funny. Okay. <laughs> tactical man bag. <laughs> yeah,
1: tactical man bag.
2: I bought the same camera bag as tactical, Raw.
1: Tactical, like, jock straps. That would be funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> with Velcro attachments,
2: keeping pocket knives and things. <laughs>
1: Little jock straps with tactical pockets and straps Why do you keep saying jock strap? Because that's the bit that's funny. Because <laughs> they're all funny. Because every tactical thing, like, I would imagine... You could get yourself a tactical sofa cover, and that would have little velcro straps and all, because it's got it's got all the buckles on it. It's got the little kind of sewn well, velcro what, what, webbing what and stuff. Is yeah, this I,
2: th- I think this bitch run its course. <laughs> Oh, wow. Ah. I bought the same bag yes, as Ron. Yes,
1: and is the kind of traditional way uh, We've of,
2: established that we don't do... Imp- no. I think yeah. that. Yeah, fuck knows <laughs> the way we've you es- do it. We've established that we don't do improv here. Improv is not to be encouraged for no, PJ. No, hey,
1: but here is just that area where you're sat at.
2: Uh, Ron, do you partake in improv? What is the bag? <laughs> I bought the same fucking bag as Ron. Yes. I couldn't fit all my shit in it. Yes. Um, and I went looking for another... Bag that would well you can add different desires Yes, yes. you I want you a tactical? Enough, you're happy
0: enough to have a camera bag. I wanted a bag for just camera stuff, and that's it. Yes. And it
1: didn't need to have any tactical benefits whatsoever. Well, I mean,
2: it was a tactical decision. Yeah. <laughs> I d- <laughs> I don't I don't want what would to have a strategic separate... bag. B. Be? Scott needs a day bag. I need a day bag. I need a bag that I can put all of my stuff in and go to work, but also have my camera in there as well and
1: some magazines in case. Things get rough. Yes. On the street. Yes. I would talk to Nathan, every time Nathan says something like uh, to his mates, I go, "Oh, you're straight out of Annadale, aren't you? Like, like, cause
2: he. I bet. Yeah. I bet he loves that. He
1: does. He thinks it's really funny. That's he does he? That's yeah. good, dad. Oh,
2: uh, yeah. Yeah. Has he said, okay, boomer, do you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thomas said it to him. <laughs> he said something to Thomas, goes, okay, boomer. And Nathan goes, well, I'm not a boomer. <laughs> he can't call me a boomer.
2: Anyway, go on. Go on, Boomer. So many pockets.
0: So <laughs> many I, I pockets. I mean, you sent us the, the promotional video for this. Yeah. And, and in it, the guy says, plenty of pockets up front, just in case you need to carry a couple of extra clips. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, what? What? Yep. <laughs> really, how many clips does one need to carry? Well, a extra, couple of
1: extra ones. Yeah. Whatever amount you've got, a couple of extra of those.
2: One in the gun, two in the bag. <laughs> Three up the butt. Two up, two down the nose <laughs> of the pipe, of the, the butt. Um. So this will take. This has my twelve point nine inch iPad Pro, my camera.
1: To, I mean, to me, tactical bags sometimes just look like they've just they've added straps and things to them because they they've gone a bit mad with the tactical stuff. They've gone. Let's just put more of this in, okay. even though even though it's unnecessary, even though you're never going to use it.
0: Is there a gun pouch? Yes.
1: Where? Show me. Show me the
0: gun pouch. PJ gets shot.
1: <laughs> right there. Oh, right. Okay. In the back there. Oh, oh, did you hear that opening? Yeah.
2: So in there.
1: If anyone goes for the gun, you can hear it. And I'm, there is... I'm
2: the, reaching. I'm reaching. There is a piece of Velcro inside this pouch at the really back. There is which a is, piece inside this. Which is to, um, uh, to secure the, the holster, holster for a gun. Yeah. Um, I mean, in one month, I'm legally allowed to buy a gun if I want. Well, wow, you hit the age limit? <laughs> yeah, because that's what stops you buying a gun here.
1: Why, why, why so what, is there a time a me- limit? I've
2: been like? been a member of a shooting club for a year.
1: Oh right. Oh, that's right. You're you're yeah. yeah. So you so like you can you get proper tactical things.
2: Yeah, I'm probably not gonna buy one
1: though. Are you not? No. no.
0: <laughs> they ask a lot of murderers in this country. <laughs> <laughs> a membership
2: of a club.
3: Uh, um
2: anyway, look, the bag is uh, it comes in three different sizes, mm-hmm. medium, large, and extra so, large. But the
1: thing is, the bag's like twice its weight in Velcro. That's, what are you talking about? There's a lot of Velcro. There's That's Velcro, more Velcro there's than bag. She,
0: They missed the trick. They should have said, it comes in three sizes, fracas, skirmish, and full-out war. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what they do call them, yeah. there's medium, large, and extra large. Mm-hmm. They are called the Mike Lima and X-Ray. Uh, of course. course. Yeah, which, course. I, which, which I, I was hesitant to say because even I cringe at that. Um, I fucking love it. It it holds everything that I need, um, and it holds and, it neatly and with an extra and, magazine. Yeah, but it holds it neatly. It holds it in place. Is there There's... room for
0: your fragile masculinity? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: All right. I, a special pouch in there for that. I, I resubscribed to BritBox because I wanted to watch ah, some Doctor off. Who. I did. I wanted to watch some Doctor Who. BritBox is such. Utter it's got all of Doctor Who on it, all of the series, all, all of it all, and of I thought, the, all of the Doctor Who that's available? All of the Doctor Who that's available, as far as I know And I thought, do you know what, it's time to watch some of the Doctor Who I haven't watched since I was 11 And so I watched the Peter Davidson run And I had forgotten just how short-changed you often were with Doctor Who Especially on the cliffhanger endings, my wife walked in while there was a cliffhanger ending. Because what's going on? Because she's never seen any Doctor Who sort of pre um, the the reboot. So for her, a Doctor Who episode is one and done. There's no yeah. cliffhanger ending uh, unless it's a two-parter. And so the cliffhanger endings were were kind of new to her. So I just want to tell you this one cliffhanger ending before you're going to recycle
2: all your tweets for content for the show. Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: Right, right. The doctor and some woman and a bloke are inside a cage, and they're given a box and told, you know, this is this this is the scary box that no one's allowed to open because it contains who knows what. And the doctor's going, well, "We've got to open this box." And she goes, oh, "Doctor, do not open the box." And he goes to open it, and she goes, "Ah!" and it's the most blood curdling <laughs> scream, <laughs> and, and, and it's and it's um uh, it's the like girl the well, woman from the liver birds is in it. Um. Like, I can't remember. Neris, something from okay. the Liver Birds. Uh And it's, it's the most I like blood point, I like that
2: you keep pointing at Ron for all these old references and Ron is just blankly staring back at you. He doesn't know. Wasn't uh,
1: she in Coronation Street? She or might have Emmerdale. been. I don't know, but she was definitely in the Liverbirds. Anyway, mad scream, up. mad scream. And it's like blood-curdling. And I was thinking, wow, like if I were 11, I'd be waiting a whole week to find out what happened next. And what happened next is, the next week is so the... They recycle a bit of the the kind of cliffhanger and it's don't open the box, don't open the box and he opens the box and she goes "Ah!" and it cuts back to the box and there's like a little doll that pops out of it like a jack in the box. She goes, oh, it was just that. (laughs) That was it. She just stopped screaming immediately. I just the fuck's sake. And somebody told me on Twitter, she said I watched it one time and I was so petrified by the end of it, my mum refused to let me to watch any more Doctor Who. Yet if I'd watched the next week and I realised the doctor got out of whatever jam it was he was in, it would have been fine. Yeah. I kinda wanted
0: to go back and watch the Sylvester McCoy stuff. Mm. I mean I'm not I'm not I'm really not encouraging you to do the Sylvester McCoy anecdote. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it, it's all right. But uh I think it was after Jason I had a video on He's he he has a YouTube channel, um, and he kind of was opening his a uh, Blu-ray set of the, of the Sylvester McCoy
1: stuff, and I was looking at it going, I remember some of these episodes from. Back then. I I remember the 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 uh, Peter Davidson episode. I remember uh, I was watching it. I was thinking, I don't remember any of this. I don't remember. Um, yeah, the, the 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 people in it, I don't remember this. They're on this sort of vegetation planet, this grassy, idyllic uh Eden thing. Don't remember any of that. And then one of the characters, Tegan, I think it is, falls asleep and has a scary dream. And in the dream it's the dream's kind of stark black and white, and there's this bloke with like a snake tattoo on his arm and it is fucking petrifying and I remembered that and I went, Shit, I remember that snake tattoo that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid and, and that was the thing that really, really a stuck tattoo? in my head it's yeah what it is is it's it turns into an actual snake and slides over to her arm and and she becomes kind of controlled by this kind of uh creature uh, and then later, so that's how you recognize someone being controlled by, by the snake. And eventually they scare the tattoo off and it turns into a snake and gets larger and larger and more and more puppet-like as it gets larger. It's, <laughs> it starts as a really ropey looking kind of toy and it ends up as this giant sort of puppet thing, uh, which they trap in mirrors. Oh, it. it's I couldn't somewhere. watch any of it. Do you know what? The ideas were better than the execution, but it was like, I remember that snake thing It was really fucking scary but anyway that was so, it, it Brit was Box fun. Is your pick, so britbox even for a month just to watch a couple of series just of to watch doctor all Who of the doctor Who. Who. in one fell swoop cuz they're only 20 they're 25 minutes long Five minutes of that is a recap of The Last Cliffhanger, so you can <laughs> skip most of that. So they're like 20 minutes apiece, you can burn through them in no time at all. Yeah, but the, the way they used to make The And they're Dr. better Housel. off watched
0: by... A lot of the old Doctor Who's were, were kind of like two or three parters, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah so. most of
1: them, most of them two or three parters, so they've all got sort of on to the next thing, on to the next thing. Um, some of the ideas are better than a, a lot of the execution, a lot of the effects, a lot of the acting is very hammy. Um, and it's peculiar to watch it and think... I used to fancy that character. Oh, no.
3: (laughs) What was I thinking?
1: (laughs) Anyway, anyway, that's our show. I hope you enjoyed it.
0: Don't forget to sign up to Patreon. Oh, yes. Patreon.com forward slash Sunnyside podcast. You'll you'll get... You'll get nothing (laughs) You will get to have A satisfaction share in uh, A sense of satisfaction And goodwill No they get onto The discord server You get onto our discord server We can chat to us Yeah we 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 can chat to us Because we're inaccessible From all other means (laughs) (laughs) So if you want If you want to come on there And uh, join in the fun With uh, the Fun Fun Look (laughs) look, I'm trying to sell this But really You know The fun fun isn't all on us I'm telling (laughs) you that now If you've got If you've got If you're already a member Of the Patreon Bring some fun with you.
2: <laughs> I thought you're going to get them to bring some friends? That'll be much more helpful. I mean, friends, fun. It's whatever, whatever all
0: the same. Whatever you can contribute is great. I mean, money's the best. Really.
1: <laughs> anyway, thanks very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: There's dark.